0: Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a Pavement Podcast. Hey, it's JD here back for another week of shuffling the deck that is the catalog of seminal indie rock band Pavement as we look for the queen of hearts, knowing that the Joker is the only fool that keeps me away from you. But here I am, rock me like a hurricane. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to meet Malcolmus, man. So, there's that. How are you all doing? Another hectic week in the world. Are you locked down? I'm locked down. Uh I'm allowed to go out, you know, for essentials. And it's odd what uh, what constitutes essentials. Um But uh, thank heaven that we can at least do that. Now, I ordered from my favorite burger place yesterday, and they brought it to my door. So it's not as though, you know, I'm that put out. Uh, In case you're wondering, the burger place I ordered from is called Burger's Priest. And it's actually my second favorite. My first favorite is Rudy. So if you're ever in Toronto, go to Rudy, go to Burger's Priest. You won't be disappointed, I don't think, with either Um, but I'll tell you one thing. If you come here and you don't give your old pal JD, a a nod that you're in the hood so we can go for a pint when things go back to normal. Well, I'll just be mightily sore with you. So there's that looks as though it's going to be a, uh, strange day in America. My fingers are crossed that everyone remains safe, sane. And everything goes off without a hitch. I suspect that history is on the side of that wish. You know, there's been a couple hundred years of this, and things have worked out reasonably well. So there's that. I went on a bit of a beer bender. The last four or five days, I consumed... Far too much. I think forty-four cans in five days. So I uh, exceeded my goal of of zero. Um, but that's uh, something that we all have to work through and work with, and and I'm doing that. And I thank you very much for the kind wishes that I've received through email, and uh, and from my friend Pete there, who always manages to send a handwritten letter every once in a while and it's a treat to 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 read these things I, I truly value the friendships that we've been able to create through this community and look forward to keeping them going when the pod ends because here we are we've got two songs left on bright in the corners and then you know we go to pacific trim thankfully there are a couple EPs for Terror Twilight but other than that you know we can see light at the end of this tunnel and I don't know what I'm going to do what am I going to do without this although I have had to take you know pauses from time to time and you know it's been uh, hectic occasionally I really do enjoy meeting with you once a week to talk about you know our favorite band so I, I don't quite know I've got a couple things up on the easel, but uh, but nothing nothing hard and fast. I did start a Saturday Night Live podcast. If any of you are interested in Saturday Night Live, the conceit of the podcast is that I'm creating a hall of fame for Saturday Night Live. So if you enjoy, you know, sort of that sports metaphor, sports ball metaphor uh combined with, you know, uh, a show that has a legacy nearly fifty years long, then you might you might get a kick out of that. I don't know. Um maybe you won't. <laughs> and if you don't, don't listen to it. But uh if you do listen to it, shoot me a line. Let me know what you think. JD at meetingmalchemist dot com. It's always good to hear from you. So as I mentioned, we are well on our way through Bright in the Corners. We are at the second last song on the second side of the record, and it's a butte. It's a fucking butte. It's Starlings of the Slipstream, and uh, you know what do you say? What do you say about some of these songs? This is this is a song that um, really works well, and there's a great dynamic in the song. You know, with the with the loud and the quiet. I want to say, lyrically, there's more words per minute in this song than, you know, any other song. There's just some great turns of phrase. And, you know, Malcolmist is firing on all cylinders at this point. Uh, And the band is, you know, keeping up beautifully. And it just sounds great. So we're going to listen to a live version from the 2010 reunion uh, from Canada. Uh, it's, a, it's a show that was out of Vancouver's Queen Elizabeth Theater where they played Starlings. And then we'll listen to the studio cut as we usually do. I've got an email today. Um, so yeah, we got, we, got our, we got our plate full. What else can I tell you about? Uh, I'm going to see a new psychiatrist today. Uh, It's called an intake appointment, and it's to see if I am uh, qualified enough (laughs) for them to follow me. So keep me in your thoughts today. This is Wednesday that I'm recording, and uh, my fingers are crossed that things work out because my old psychiatrist closed to practice after five years, and I'll tell you what, I've been in a serious fucking rut since uh, my last appointment with Dr. McDonough. So it's uh it's tough this is a tough fucking slog uh, and i know there's several of you out there that are going through similar things and what we got to do is we got to squeeze our headphones on as tight as possible turn up the music really loud and just get lost and just get fucking lost and that's what we're going to do right now let's listen to starlings of the slipstream live from the queen elizabeth theater in vancouver on meeting malchemists a pavement podcast
1: What you said? The leaders are dead. They're robbing the sky. I can hear you.
0: how the audio quality is going to turn out on that uh and if it sounds like dump you know i'm terribly sorry but uh i just i liked that version from the 2010 reunion uh i i I love how they really slow it down for the choruses and you really feel the groove in the song there's a groove there that you don't get on the studio version the same way uh really great. I love the reverb on the, on the vocal, the main vocal. It makes it sound just epic. And this is, this is like a stadium song. This is a, you know, a song that if things went differently for this band and they were doing, you know, giant arenas and, and, and stadiums and stuff like that, this would be epic, epic. Anyway, uh, I love that version and I hope you do too. Going to take a brief pause here and we'll be back with uh, the rest of the show in just a moment. All right, we got an email from Daniel in Nashville that I'm going to read and it goes like this JD, I dig your podcast. Thank you for doing it. I'm a little behind on it due to life circumstances, but I hope you're doing well. I have a story for you that is bright in the corner centric and wanted to send it to you while you're discussing that record. I've seen pavement several times and have been lucky enough to see what I feel like were some unique shows during their history. The first time I saw them was on the Crooked Rain Tour. I got to see them at Lollapalooza ninety five when they did a second side stage show in Atlanta. Wow, I didn't yeah, I didn't even realize they were on that Lola. Uh, Anyway, uh, he continues, I saw them at Matador 21, but the best pavement show I saw was a show they did at the Cat's Cradle in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, 1996. I was a student at the University of Tennessee, and it was the early days of the internet, so there were no online ticket sales. We heard about the show and called up the record store in Durham, and they held three tickets for us and my two friends, and I embarked on a little road trip to Chapel Hill, about a five-hour drive from Knoxville. The show was special because Pavement was not on tour at the time. They were in North Carolina recording Brighton and decided to do a one-off show to play some of the new songs. If I remember correctly, the lyrics weren't quite complete and they were different than what was on the album. I also believe they played some B-sides. It was the best Pavement show I ever saw. Another notable thing happened that night. I was 22 in 96 and still a bit of a dumbass goofy kid. One of my friends was a huge pot smoker. We got to Chapel Hill already, a joint or two in. We grabbed a burrito and a beer in Chapel Hill, then headed to the cat's cradle. As Pavement took the stage, my friend pulled out a cigarette box and removed a joint and lit it up. We passed it around for the three of us during the Pavement's first song or two. They were incredible. We were super high. All was well. One of the best nights of my young life. The next week, as I was perusing the internet and reading some of the proto-pitchfork-type music sites at the time, I saw a headline for a review of the Pavement show at the Cat's Gradle. I couldn't believe my eyes that a show I was at was being reviewed on a music news website. The magic of the internet in 96 was alive. The reviewer set the scene of Pavement playing this one-off show, etc., and then said something like, this was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. But not because pavement was bad. It was because some assholes near me lit up a joint during the first song and the pot smoke gave me a headache and ruined the show for me. 22-year-old me could not have raced out of that UT computer lab fast enough to tell all my friends that we were on the internet. We had made it. However, 46-year-old me would like to send cosmic apologies to that reviewer of the Cat's Cradle show for ruining one of the best pavement shows of all time for him or her. If they are listening to this podcast by chance, I am sorry our dumb asses ruined the show for you. If you are ever in Nashville and we can go out in public again, I'd buy you a beverage of your choice and hopefully laugh and share stories of 90s East Indie rock shows. Side note: I talked to Bob, I talked to Bob Bab, I talked to Bob Spiral and Mark after the show. They could not have been more nice and cool for us. I've met all the members of Pavement before in passing at shows, except for Malchemist. We're in the same boat. Daniel from Nashville. Dude, that is epic. That is great. I would have lost my mind as well. 96 on the internet. Holy jeez. Boy, yeah. we. I used to have to go to a computer lab at my university as well. My email address was some string of numbers at yorku.ca. Um, oh, that's, that's fun, man. Just finding shit like that. Knowing that we're all connected, you know? Oh, that's... That's dynamite. Um, you know, it goes without saying that I haven't talked a lot about the, you know, the, the recording of this record yet on the show. And I'll try and do that a bit more next week. I even got an email mentioning that to me that I, you know, haven't really given Mitch Easter his props uh, for crafting you know, the sound that we, that we enjoy so much on this record. And he's not wrong. The emailer is not wrong. Uh, it's been something that's been difficult for me to um, get information on. So I'll do my best to get on the interwebs and uh, surf some relevant material for next week's show and we'll go from there. How does that sound? Huh? How does that sound? I can't hear you. What am I thinking? Okay. Starlings. I
1: heard what you said.
0: Got a problem with that song? You need to take it up with management. That's uh, that's all I can tell you. Like, there's just nothing wrong with it. It's uh, maybe it could use like the live version had you know sort of a more intricate outro solo. Uh, You know, maybe we could listen to Malcolm's jam out a little bit more. And I think you know if they played this song now on a tour, heaven help us, that we get that tour. Uh, it would be more jammy outro. Oh, for fuck's sake, my email is uh, just dinging away here. I can't shut the sound off. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, um, yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't know that there's you know a straight up narrative to this song, but there's some stuff that's worth taking a look at, right? Holy Christ. Uh, I heard what you said. The leaders are dead. They're robbing the skies. I can hear their followers cry. Starlings in the slipstream. The, this is my favorite lyric. I don't know why, but the language of influence is cluttered with hard, hard seas. Ah, I love that. I just love that. Um, I don't know why, but I do. Next couplet, I think, would be... Um, dicey you know nowadays i don't know that you'd be uh putting spy cams in a sorority it reminds me of revenge of the nerds you know which is hysterical um but of of a certain time for sure but i love that you changed the course out to darlings on the split screen and you can you know visualize booger and the gang you know looking at uh whatever they were looking at I, i won't get into it i won't be so crass um, and then we go into this sort of bridge. And it's interesting. It's almost like there's uh, there's like this recollection. There's no women in Alaska. There's no Creoles in Vermont. There's no coast of Nebraska. My mother, I forgot. So it's like, is she a woman in Alaska? Or is she a Creole in Vermont? Uh, because he forgot, you know, when he was suggesting that first part. And then Slavic princess with a rose in her teeth and um do you suppose she would bite you if she could so is that all a description of the mother and then you get an insane cobra out of nowhere splitting the wood now there's a lyric that on my site it's different than what i think it is it's um Call a Jitney drive away. I always thought it was call a Jeepney drive away. And a Jeepney, from the time that I spent in Manila years ago, uh, a Jeepney is like this really cool public transportation system that they're, they're all painted and they're all really cool. And I always thought that's what it was, call a Jeepney drive away. But now I listen to it with Jitney in, in front of me. I hear Jitney. So what, what do you hear? I don't know. What is the slipstream? Is it this ether? Because there's there's something about this song that definitely has you, um, you know, feeling ethereal, you know, sort of. And I don't, yeah, I'm I'm all over the place here, guys. I I just I, I struggle with songs that I really like, as you've probably noticed, uh, at trying to crack the nut as to what they might be. Um, you know, and I end up taking things a little more literal than I than I possibly should. So there's that. Anyway, that's it for another week here in the old meeting, Malcolmist's den. <laughs> you picture wood paneling and me with a pipe now, don't you? On a, on a on a velour easy chair, just rocking back and forth with a newspaper, perhaps in a side pocket on this chair. Maybe a dog at my feet, slippers. I don't know. Sounds comfortable. Sounds like a place I might like to go. Maybe I should. Oh, boy. I had an interesting week. I can't even get into it. Jesus Christ. Let's just say uh, the past is best left in the past. And uh, when you flirt with danger, sometimes it flirts back. Wash your goddamn hands. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at jd at Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at meetingmalcolmus.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Meeting Malcolmus.